Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com for the Market Common Podcast for Tuesday, November 28th by Haralambos Pisuros. I'm Cristina Marujos. The U.S. dollar continued trading on the back foot against its major peers on Thursday, losing the most ground against the yen, the Aussie and the Kiwi in that order. It seems that expectations of several cuts by the Fed next year continue to weigh on the greenback, with the weaker than expected new home sales data yesterday corroborating investors' view. According to Fed Fund Futures, market participants are penciling in around 90 basis points worth of rate cuts for next year, assigning a 50% chance for the first 25 basis points reduction to be delivered in May and fully pricing it for June. Traders are now likely awaiting the core PCE index on Thursday, the Fed's favorite inflation metric, where further slowdown could increase the probability for a May cut and perhaps push the dollar even lower. However, investors will have the opportunity to listen to several Fed officials before the numbers are out, with Chicago President Goolsby and Ford Governors Waller and Bauman stepping onto the rostrum today. It will be interesting to see whether they push back against rate cut expectations, but also whether the market will pay attention to such comments. Recent market moves suggest that investors prefer to focus more on data rather than Fed rhetoric, and thus, even if policymakers decide to pour cold water on rate cut expectations, any rebound in the dollar due to the remarks could remain limited and short-lived. The yen took the most advantage of the dollar's weakness yesterday, extending its recovery today after Japanese media carried a report expressing confidence that the end of the Bank of Japan's negative interest rate policy is approaching. Raising interest rates at a time when other central banks are expected to start cutting rates could narrow the gap between Japanese government bond yields and yields elsewhere, thereby allowing the yen to stage a solid comeback against most its major peers. What may have also helped the Japanese currency is separate news that Japan's top business lobby Kidanrin is planning to hold discussions on the negative impact of the yen slide on the economy at its December meeting. In the past, the lobby has favored a weaker yen as it makes exports more competitive overseas and thus the shift to discuss negative implications highlights the severity of the impact of the currency's latest fall on the economy. The Aussie was the second winner in line yesterday as the divergence in policy expectations between the Reserve Bank of Australia and the Fed is adding fuel to its engines. Today, RBA Governor Bullock said that they have to be a little bit careful with using interest rates to tame inflation without lifting unemployment, but she added that demand is being propped up by immigration, which has contributed to second-round effects of cost rises, and that service inflation is sticky. This allowed investors to continue pricing around a 60% probability for another quarter-point hike by May. The Kiwi was also among yesterday's top gainers, despite bets of around 40 basis points worth of rate cuts by the Reserve Bank of New Zealand next year. The bank meets tonight during the Asian session Wednesday, and expectations are for no action. Ergo, the focus is likely to turn on the accompanying statement and the updated macroeconomic projections on signs about the future path of interest rates. Although recent data out of New Zealand came on the soft side, inflation remains well above the RBNZ's 1-3% to target range, with inflation expectations suggesting that it will not return within that range even in 12 months. What's more, New Zealand's governing coalition is likely to be led by the National Party, which promised tax cuts and inflationary policy, and suggested the adoption of a stricter and inflation target by the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. This means that if the bank switches to a 2% objective like other major central banks, policy may need to
to stay restrictive for longer than previously estimated to achieve that target. Therefore, officials are unlikely to affirm market expectations of rate reductions. They will most likely continue to predict that interest rates will finish 2024 at the current 5.5% level, which could prove positive for the Kiwi. Gold continued drifting north, closing the day above the high of October 27th at around $2,010. A sliding yields and a weaker dollar continued to reduce the opportunity cost of holding the non-yielding metal. Oil prices remained under pressure yesterday, even after news that the OPEC Plus alliance is looking at deepening oil production cuts, despite earlier disagreement that led to the postponement of their gathering from Sunday to this Thursday. That said, black gold is staging a recovery today. Thank you for listening to the Market Common Podcast at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.